There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, my sweetie darling. Lovely to have you back in my lap, I must say. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous world, if you look at some parts and not others, I must say. I went to Pitt Street Skate Park in Portsmouth yesterday, and I've got to give a big shout out to them because they're lovely. It's a non-profit skate park, and the guys that run it are really nice. And if you're in Portsmouth, check that out. And you, you well, you've got to like skating, I suppose. <laughs> um, oh, that's the big news. My book is available now to pre-order. Just Google Lusander's book, I suppose. That'll get you there. Waterstones have got 500 signed copies and I did some secret little messages in some of them <laughs> so you might still be able to get one of those if you're I'm gonna say the word lucky yeah you'd be lucky to get one uh the audiobook is available from audible as well to be honest I've done this podcast for free for about four years so the least you can do is buy my audiobook sorry to get aggressive but it is true okay oh but enough about me I've got a lovely chat in store for you with Blake Harrison who's so nice and fun and just lush um i didn't talk too much about the in-betweeners because i kept it classy and then he had some great stories off mic as well and i was like I should have put that in the podcast but we can't podcast all day the guy's gotta go home to his wife and kids okay thanks for listening here it is hello I'm going to talk into the microphone. That's one of the things I've learned in my broadcasting career. I'm yet to learn that. You're one of the ones. I'm not going to talk about the in-betweeners loads because that must piss you off. Okay. Does it? I'm, I'm furious already. Let's you, go. He, he's livid. And I've kicked off so much. <laughs> They've edited out the bit where I just turned the table over and put my fist through the wall. <laughs> yeah, you're the edgy one from him. Oh, yeah. Big time. Um, <laughs> no one's ever called me edgy in my life. You love it, don't you? Oh, God. I'm so good now. Blake Harrison is a very cool name. Thank you. Is that your your name oh god well let's peel back the curtain shall mm. we straight away mm. my name is blake harrison keenan and i just even chopped cooler. off the keenan that's even cooler um, i know it was a silly re- I, I should have just kept the keenan really but I, I i took it off it was a very silly moment at drama school where yeah. we were told s- nonsense things sometimes i went to a lovely drama school and the teaching was really good but Look sometimes you, someone's we'd... been pr trained yes you I say know. one la- negative thing in yeah, it. but let but me just lovely. say lovely big great. shout out to them no they are no but they were i, I do mean it I, I had a genuinely some of my best years at that drama school at east 15 it's a shame for your and, wife um, isn't it it's a shame for my <laughs> wife god it's all gone downhill since that <laughs> um genuinely i think my dad picked the name blake and my mum picked harrison after harrison ford and uh, and obviously don't get a choice with the surname. No. So uh, so yeah, and then I just I just kind of shortened it a bit. You've packaged Packi- it up. Packaged it up, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and I know your friend Joe Tomo. Are you friends? Well, that's God. The that's God. Now well, I'm, I'm that intense. one. Now I'm an intense interviewer. <laughs> yeah. Are you friends? Do you like it? <laughs> funnily enough, uh, uh, the uh, funnily enough, no. <laughs> no, funnily, funnily enough, we hate each other. No, Joe's lovely, and I love his wife Hannah. When I did Tasmas with him, he had a very good. Um, so I feel like in this business, if you've got like a, if you're more like a cartoon, you're more successful. Like if you 
have a persona that yeah. people can like oh the thick one or the yeah. like vacuous one or whatever i feel like people are like they know what you are so they know what they're getting like joe mm-hmm. joe thomas was a thing i didn't really know him before the show and then i saw him in that play the crown jewels and he was completely different just because he had a wig i was like i don't think <laughs> that's all it takes that's the thing the actors get all these awards and credit you just yeah. throw a wig on them and that's all that matters oh yeah welcome transformation to they're a welcome. chameleon they wear a wig <laughs> a bafta for the moustache <laughs> But anyway, I thought that was interesting. I didn't know you could change your personality. I mean... <clears throat> Through your hairstyle. Yeah. Yeah. You, no, you, you can. You think I would have tried by now, wouldn't yeah. you? Um, okay, do you get annoyed in interviews when you have to be all polite and media trained like actors? Um, like, you know, like, oh yeah, the script was so... Um, no, I, I, I wouldn't want to be like mean about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. so I'm quite like... <laughs> I think I'm quite nice deep down. <laughs> so it's all right to be nice. <laughs> That's a really Not good that point. Hard. <laughs> really yeah. like that. No, but you know, sometimes you have to play the game a bit of um, some actors are just media trained and you're like but what do you really think you know oh, yeah. you're not like that you're I like I think that's more of an normal. American thing well, I think Brits are a bit yeah. I mean yeah. you would have maybe more experience of interviewing them than me so you would know but I think you can spotlight say the... it with me <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah but I, I think you can see you, you watch some chat shows you watch like your Graham Nortons and stuff like that and sometimes someone comes on and you go Oh, you've just done like the training. There's not yeah. like that. You've you've been made in a factory yeah, of yeah, like yeah. the actor machine factory, and you've yeah. been made and sent out, and you're all yeah. So uh, I, yeah, I've not done any training. No, yeah, it's like what do you do? <laughs> I know what you do. I know what you do. I know you're a very successful actor, and you do writing as well. A little bit, yeah. And you do podcast. But what is your what are you acting in at the moment? I should know this. Uh, the series two of World on Fire is on BBC at the moment. And That's what a, is that about? That is a World War Two drama. Oh, uh, lovely! And there's a phenomenal cast in it with the likes of Leslie Manville and Jonah Howard King and uh, Sean Bean and oh. all these things. It's very lovely, and it's about uh, ordinary people in very extraordinary circumstances, as was World War Two. And what's great about it is it follows so many different storylines. So I'm a a British soldier in series one in mainland Europe and then on to North Africa in series two but also there are family members of soldiers at home in Manchester desperate for their loved ones to come home there is the Polish resistance movement which you don't hear too much about Uh, when we think about World War II you think about like Saving Private Ryan and Band of Brothers and all these things and this kind of highlights stories that you wouldn't necessarily think of like the British Indian Army which you don't know too Mm. much about fighting in North Africa and also um this harrowing story of uh, the Liebensborn project, which is where young uh, blonde-haired and blue-eyed girls from within Germany and areas that they had, I suppose, conquered or whatever, were taken uh. willingly sometimes, but unwillingly sometimes as well, uh, to a place where they would help to breed the Aryan oh, race with Aryan-looking soldiers bloody uh, hell it's really harrowing and really very very disturbing and i think unfortunately because a lot of these girls were very young some of them were brainwashed from an early age like nazi youth type stuff so they went thinking they were doing this great thing oh, for their God. country and all that and little did they know what you know oh. the, the everything that was going away it's really really harrowing stuff but what i think world on fire does so well is it highlights those stories we don't know too much about within World War Two, and yeah, I think it does right. a really cracking yeah. job of that. Yes, I didn't know that. Um, not a comedy. Not a comedy. <laughs> I have some funny lines, but it's not a comedy. Not a comedy. <laughs> Could you play a bit wacky? <laughs> I, can, I can try. I'll try and play wacky next time.
And now it's time for Terrific Spirific. And now it's time for Terrific Specifics. Okay, are you ready for the quick fire round? Let's do it. Okay, would you rather have uh, wear a tank top every day? Uh, there's no shirt, so it's bare arms and a tank top. Right. Or you have to call your partner your better half every time you mention her. It's tough, isn't it? The, the better half. I'd say the yeah. better half. I, yeah. I haven't got the arms for the tank top. Right. I've had skinny arms my whole life. You know, <laughs> watching WWF wrestling back in the day, I've got a complex about it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, you, you love wrestling. I, when I was younger, yeah. you know, I loved that. You know, don't you uh, love it now? Don't you do not it? so much now. No, no. I love mixed martial arts now. It's a different oh, thing. It's You're different getting confused. Thing. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, wrestling yeah. was like the quote unquote fake. A lot of people don't like you using that yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know, they're very good athletes. They put their bodies through it. I've yeah. seen some documentaries and I'm a big fan of, you yeah. know, the old school wrestling days. Again. There you go. Very well. I love that. Yeah. But, but yeah, but now I'm a big fan of mixed martial arts, which is very real and um, very good. Do you do it yourself? I train a little bit of Muay Thai and kickboxing. I do a tiny bit of grappling, but I'm useless. What's grappling? Grappling is like jujitsu and wrestling. So like you're taking someone down to the floor and trying to I'd, make them tap out. I'd like to grapple your dad, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you'd like to grapple my dad, specifically my dad or just any dad. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, question two. Ever been arrested? No. Ever arrested anyone? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, still time. Still time. Still, still time. time. Still time. Yes. Uh, okay, question three. Where would you put me on the cutie pie scale? Actually, I feel very uncomfortable with that question. I don't know why I wrote it because if a man did that, we'd string him up. I don't know why I wrote that. That's it's actually... like an episode of First Dates where they're like, how old do you think I am? It's like, don't ask that question. Don't yeah. ask that question. It's to make everyone feel awkward. Yeah, okay. Third question. How old do you think I am? <laughs> 23. Thank you. You're okay. welcome. Someone did say 30 the other day. Okay. <laughs> Blake's face. <laughs> now that, you have to be better at acting. What do you mean? Well, when I said someone said 30 the other day, you have to just nod and be like, yeah, I can yeah, that's, see that. Yeah, that's disrespectful. That's because you're much younger yeah, than 30. Oh, yeah, that's, love that. Know, that love what, that. what a disrespectful that. thing for them to say that you Thank look 30. You. How dare they? Thank you. Where are they? I'll go and grapple them. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, how are you doing with all that? Is it? Are you quite good? Or It's not for competition. You no, don't have to be I, good. I feel like I've got to the stage where I look good hitting the pads. Mm. But as soon as I'm actually doing any kind of light sparring and someone's actually trying to hit me back, I'm terrible. I'm just flailing around all over the place like, oh, my God, someone's trying to hit me. It's lovely to have a hobby outside of the industry. Big time. I think that is so important. I'm actually going to be a little bit earnest about this. Please. I think it's huge to have a hobby or thing that you love outside of the industry because it's so easy to just get sucked into all of it, particularly with social media and stuff like that. Like, I do that horrible thing that I have to try and stop myself doing some time of comparing. And I do think in social media age, it's very difficult to not compare yourself yeah. to other people. But in this industry, you go up for auditions, you, particularly now with self-tapes and stuff like that, you hear nothing back. And then two months later, you're like, oh, someone I know got that role. And it's yeah. not so bad if there's someone you know is really nice. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really difficult when you're like, you're a dickhead. Yeah, and I you know, got that role. Why are you succeeding? You're not a nice person. I know. I um, find that hard, yeah. It's really hard. And so, yeah, so I, I, I sometimes struggle with that. So having 
mixed martial arts as a um, both a hobby for me to train in for fitness and all that. I mean, there's nothing better than if you're having a bad day, someone's holding some pads for you and you are just leathering the shit out of them for an hour. You come out of there feeling fantastic. It right. feels great. I would recommend it for anyone. You will come out of that gym feeling 10 feet tall because you've just taken all that frustration and anger and an aggression out on, on something in a really healthy way. I think it's it's brilliant. Yeah, but it's, it's it's really hard in this industry. I think you get sucked down into loads of things. So I've now also, I've got a, a podcast about mixed martial arts. That's, yeah, I knew that, Anna, but I thought it was about wrestling somehow. Yeah. No, no, it's, people do make the mistake because they don't, they don't know. They don't know. Uh, the, they don't know they don't, the, yeah, all those details and it infuriates me. Um, <laughs> it's not men in tights. Uh, you have to take it out on the pads. <laughs> yeah, we'll take it out on the pads. Um, but that's that thing of like, it's completely separate to the acting industry. Yeah. And that to me is 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 something I really needed because yeah. otherwise I think it can be all consuming. And when you're down on yourself, things aren't going your way. If you don't have some other outlet, I, I think, it, yeah, it's just a bit much. You can really spiral downward. I, I heard, I think it's Sam Neill talk about something once, and I'm paraphrasing terribly. He did it much more eloquently than I would. But he was saying that he doesn't call him, he doesn't say, I'm an actor. Yeah. He says, I act for a living. Oh, because that's it means nice. that. Identity. Exa- yeah, 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 that's yeah, exactly yeah. it. Because if your identity is just yeah. wrapped up in being an actor and the oh, phone's not ringing and you're God. not acting, yeah, yeah, yeah. what are you? Who yeah. are you? Like, and also, yeah. what about family? Like you've got a healthy relationship and a nice family life. I read an interview. And, um, <laughs> it's all lies. <laughs> and I think that's really healthy as well. If we're getting identity from one thing, like, but then it can work the other way. I know a girl who got a whole identity from her, like, her, like husband and kids, and then that fell apart. And then, yeah. So, yeah, spread yourself wide, guys. Spread yourself so very wide. <laughs> that's my motto. <laughs> spread yourself wide spread and just let things wide. enter you. Just, yes. you know, who knows what will happen. Just have fun out there. Oh, well, now she's asking. Okay, it's time for the touch quiz. You have to think about what I'm touching. It's not rude. Um, okay. You've got five questions, so it is quite hard. Five questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is it bigger than a badger? Physical size, no. Oops, I gave a clue. Physical size, no. But uh, metaphorically, it's 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 bigger concept-wise or profound. It's so profound, it's bigger. But actual physical thing, no. Is it a physical thing? Can yeah, you touch it? Yeah, yeah, physical thing. Yeah, okay. yeah. Is it smoother than the petal of an orchid? Oh, that's a gorgeous question. Thank you. Um, I would say yes. Uh, well, it's different, but it's smooth. It's smooth. It's okay. It's sort of shiny, maybe. It's smooth. Yeah. If I threw it, would it bounce higher than a rugby ball? No. No. These are great questions. Okay. If you threw it in my head, <laughs> it would probably hurt a bit, but I would be okay. Okay. That's good. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. That is good to know. It's about the size probably of this A4 sheet. Okay, great. You've probably got two more questions if I've we're probably got two more questions. Well, let's let's then. do some really serious questions yes, then. Please. What is your favourite Star Wars movie? Okay. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, I see where you're going psychologically. Yes, yeah. Um, and I couldn't list one if I tried. Well, that says a lot about it you. It says too and much. And it actually says too much about it. I think I've already... It's exposing. Yes, I understand what this is already. <laughs> uh, but just for another question, uh, and my kids always want to know this, would you like to have slick back hair on your wedding day? Oh, that's such a cute question from yeah. your kids. 
Oh, that's too cute. It's actually a song my daughter made up in the bath one day. She was just singing slick back hair on your wedding day. <laughs> no reason. No reason. That's just what she was singing. So now it's become a thing in our family. <laughs> that's really nice. So Did would... you have slick back hair on your wedding day? No, I didn't. I had quite long hair on my wedding day, actually. Oh. Well, she's in it for the long haul. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I actually, I actually like long hair. Um, would I like... No, I, I don't think so. Okay. I think for my wedding day, I'll have loose hair, but I'll have... I've not thought about it. Yeah. I'm single as well. <laughs> I, I think I'll have a sort of loose braid around the back and a couple of strategic flowers. Okay, okay. So yeah. I think I, I know what this uh, is going to be then. Okay. So this, obviously... Yes. would be um, a... It's my book out on the 17th of August. That's what I was going to say it was. That's what I was going to say. So I was correct, is what you're saying. Yes, okay, I'll give yeah. you a point. Yeah, great. See, there you go. Nailed it. Easy. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Like a... <coughs> Hang on. <clears throat> Like a bridge over cuddled water. This is a section called Like a Bridge Over Cuddled Water. Lovely pun. Yeah. And I sing a song with the words cuddle and you have to guess what it is. Mm-hmm. Cuddle, cuddle, cuddle. It's not good. It's never good. Okay. Don't second guess yourself, okay? You need to now just cl- shut your eyes as yeah, you're doing. shut my eyes, yeah. Take a few deep breaths. Thank you. Okay? Because you're brilliant at this. Thank you. And you can nail this. Okay. Okay? I really believe in you. Well, you've got to guess it, so... Yeah, well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to. Okay. Because you're going to sing this beautifully. Okay. Please go ahead. Cuddle, cuddle, cuddle. <laughs> is there any more? Is that, is that it? <laughs> no. no, hang on. I can give you a clue. <laughs> Cold cuddle, cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you, I haven't really listened to music since about 2008. I'm terrible with music. So this with is music. good because it's so quite an is... old one, but it, there was okay. a remix with Dua Lipa. Okay. Cold um... cuddle, cuddle. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> You've only done like two seconds of this That's song. That's a clue though. Remix with Dua Lipa is an old song and the cold. 
Anya's nodding mm. her head, so she knows. Did she give you the uh, the song beforehand? Is no, that what but she, she did print it off, to be yeah. honest. So. <laughs> <laughs> so where's the print off of this? <laughs> oh, no, she took it back. I was too slow. Um, that was lightning uh, for me, wasn't uh, it? It was, very quick. Mm. You should get hit in the pads. It's um, because I've got ki- uh, two cats and I um, play a game with them. you've spliced your DNA with them, so yes. now you are part cat. <laughs> yeah, That's part why cat. you're so... I wondered why you were looking at that, like... The red light on the wall there. Yeah. Uh, I would love to around. be part cat. Yeah, that'd be quite cool. Actually. Yeah, I'll take the tail, the paws. Okay, you can have all of those, but you have to have very long whiskers. Okay. Is that all right? Oh, no, that's not all right. No, no. so you'd, you'd forego like the balance with the tail, the paws, the claws, all that stuff, just because of a few whiskers. Yeah. Wow, says a lot about yeah. you. Um, okay. So, uh, come on, this is really I genuinely don't know. They're shouting cold, it out. Cold, cuddle, cuddle. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, know yeah. what that is. Cold, cold heart. I still don't know what it cold, is. Cold, it's You could probably play me the song. So, sorry, you've lost your point. Cuddle recipe number 101. Take two arms, I'll wrap them around something and don't let go. Unless the person asks you to let go. Or animal. We just move on to any health complaints and I just look them up. Any health complaints? I go to the toilet a lot. Right. I go for a wee a lot. Like, I can't go to the cinema without going to the toilet halfway through. Same. Did yeah. you drink a lot when you were younger? Uh, I probably drink more now. Maybe that's what it is. My bladder wasn't used to it. And now I'm trying to be all healthy and drink oh, loads of water. Oh, no, I meant alcohol. Oh, no. You didn't? Oh, really? What a well-balanced young man. Um, I'm looking up urination. Urinary infections. Not really. I don't think it's that. Is that it? You I wonder if it's more psychological than anything. Oh, well, my friend had a baby and she's going to the toilet all the time. And then the doctor said, just train your bladder. So yeah. maybe just train your bladder. Maybe just train my bladder. But have you not got anything like a gammy ear or... Gammy ear. Um, like... I've got a very large weenus. Do you know what the weenus is? No. The weenus is the <laughs> skin. Please don't laugh. It's very serious. The weenus is the skin on your elbow. Right. That's what I've been told. I don't know if that's a technical term. It's what it was actually told to me by Ashley Roberts when I worked with her. Mm. Um, and she was saying the weenus is the part of the skin on your elbow. And um, I'm going to show you my weenus right now. So as oh. I roll up my sleeve, that is quite a lot of weenus uh. skin. Oh, don't say uh. That's uh. Um, yeah, that's that is uh. a lot. So if, you, if everyone listening to this now could just straighten out your arm, you've oh. got loads of weenus skin. <laughs> you've got a massive baggy weenus. Look at that. Oh, man. If you're listening to this now, please straighten out your arm and grab your elbow skin and pull it down and ah, see horrible. how see how baggy your weenus is. I bet that's not as big. I think you've got the baggiest weenus here. Oh, my God. What a day for me. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. Some people might be really into a baggy weenus. Oh, God. I, oh. I really hope everyone listening is doing this now. Look, have you got any health complaints? Because I could solve them. So you're really missing a trick oh, well, here. I've, I've told you to. Do you get um, chills or bone problems? Uh, no. Um, bruise easily. <laughs> uh, Do you bruise easily? I, I, no. <laughs> okay. Um, you don't have allergies or athlete's foot? No, no athlete's foot, no. Um, have you got any growths? Well, weenus. Um, <laughs> um, okay, well, well done for being healthy, though. Oh, no, thank you. Well, you could put this music under anything. Okay, and on we go, I suppose. Um, how romantic are you? I think I'm very romantic. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I think I'm quite good. I think my wife, I actually showed my wife some of these questions before coming in today, and she was like, you're allowed to say how much more romantic you are than I am in terms of like, yeah. she's not very romantic. 
That's the way um, I like it. I like when a guy does more around the house. Is but is oh, I, I wouldn't say that. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's not that's not what romance is in my book. <laughs> Housework is not romance. Well, it is in a way, but yeah. And then, do you do fifty fifty with the kids and stuff? Yeah, yeah, that's as much nice. as possible. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. What romantic things do you do? I think I'm very affectionate, so I'll do like just like spontaneous massage. Oh, that's like, nice. and yeah. I think I'm quite good at it. And you don't, you're not waiting for your turn. No. Whoa, that's huge. That's big. You know, and I think the way I proposed was quite good. Go on, I love love him. So we've been together 14 years in October, I think it is. And um, when we first started dating, we'd only been together a couple of months. I did a short film in France and uh, she came over and we had a weekend in Paris and it was just gorgeous. And it was after that weekend, I should have said I love you in Paris because that would have been lovely. Mm. I bottled it. I completely didn't do it. Wait until we got back to her flat in Islington and then told her. <laughs> um, so it wasn't quite as romantic as it could have been. And I always thought to myself, ah, that would have been really nice to have that moment. And Paris has always been such a, a wonderful thing for us. Mm. And we never really went back uh, until that point that I decided I was going to propose. And I was like, we can't just go back to Paris. She'll know something's up. Oh, yeah. So what I did is I got in touch with a mate of mine that's got a bit of dough. And um, <laughs> get out of I said dough. to him... Can you phone me at a very specific time and be on the phone and be like, oh, this weekend I uh, I was going to go to Paris, but I've got something else going on. So do you want the hotel? All you've got to do is pay oh, for yourself to get good. there. That's but I've good. timed it so that my wife was right next to me when the phone call yeah, came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was acting all shocked. Well, like, oh, my God, that'd be amazing. Well. well, there yeah, you go. There Put go. that degree to good use. Yeah. But, yeah, so uh, that happened. So, I, And then in front of her, I was booking, like, the, the Eurostar or whatever it was. So, again, she's like, oh, this is completely spur of the moment. This got no good. idea. Yeah. I also had prearranged with her parents that they would have the, uh, my daughter at the time. She, well, my so daughter was two. So they knew you were going to propose? Yes, yeah. So they knew I was going to propose. And, yeah, and then so we then got the flight over and everything and... I had the ring in my pocket for ages. I was like, I've got to get this out of the way early. Yeah. Get it done early so you can just enjoy the holiday. Because I had no doubt she would say yes, but I just wanted it to be perfect. Arrogant. I didn't yeah. want to get found out. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> arrogant. Um, I always loved uh, Montmartre in Paris where the Sacré-Cœur is. And my wife loves that uh, as well. And so we went round there on the first night thinking, all right, I'm just going to get this done on the first night. And it was like post-apocalyptic it was like everyone had gone there to like drink and just leave litter everywhere and I was like when we came here before this was beautiful and now and there was like views over Paris always that gorgeous and it was just a dump site and I was like this is awful so then we went back to the hotel grabbed like some late food and stuff and then I was like oh do you do you want to go back for a walk around um, the Sacré-Cœur? And she was like, that's weird, but sure and so we went around there and it was dead quiet a lot of the litter had been cleaned up but there was about five men with a car parked right outside Sacre-Cœur. don't know how they got it there. And they were blaring out what I can only no. describe as Turkish gangster rap. Oh, no. Um, and then the police turned up and semi, like, sort of arrested them, but it was quite amicable. It was like, yeah. you just need to get yeah, out of here. Yeah, type yeah, thing. Yeah. But the mood was just gone. It was ruined. Fuck. So then the next day I'm walking around with, like, the ring in my pocket. We're going around, um, like, the Louvre and all that kind of stuff. And anytime she hugs me, I've got it in, like, my breast oh, pocket. No, no, I'm no. like, <laughs> just kind of lightly no. awkward hug where I'm trying pushing my chest away from you where the, the ring is. And then it got to the point where that night again, I think, 
I said again, let's just go to the Sacre Coeur. I don't know why I was so obsessed with it had to be there. Yeah. Um, well, Coeur means heart, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's the Sacred Heart a, Church. Yes. And so uh, we found this little like side area. It wasn't the main area because that was busy again, side area. And I was like, I just have to fucking do this now. Yeah. This is too much. So I said to her like, oh, can you just look out there because I can get a, a shot of you with the Eiffel Tower like in front of you, but like turn away from me. So we're, And obviously I was done oh that. I dropped one knee, but she said she saw my shadow and she was like, oh, God. <gasps> And then uh, as she turned around, I asked her, I was on one knee and stuff and asked her, but she was wearing these massive big, I think they were my gloves because it was quite cold, (laughs) these massive big black gloves. (laughs) So she just, as she turned around, she just threw both her hands on her face. So I was basically just proposing to this glove-handed like creature that you would probably have seen in the Mighty Boosh or something like that. But yeah, all worked out in the end, but it was more stressful than I wanted it to be. No. Oh, great. She didn't suspect a thing. God, I love, I love, I love love. Kill love, me. love. Kill me. Love, I love, love love. You should have just done it in a subway for a laugh, you know? Yeah, that would have been bent. Oh, I won't ask you again, but I tell you who will. It's Anand Button. That was Luke on keys, if you can believe. Alan de Button. Right, it's time for Alan de Button. Okay? Who is Alan, Alan de Button? I love that name. Yeah, you just pick a card, any card. Okay. And if you don't like it, you can pick another card. How would you like to improve as a person? Mm. Oh, I suppose maybe like... I've got a few ideas. I'm joking. <laughs> for me. <laughs> you bitch. Um, but uh, yeah, no, worrying less. I worry mm. too much about like what other people think I of me know. and like just in general. And there'll be moments from like eight years ago, oh, my head will hit the pillow and I haven't thought about this for years. And then it will pop into my head and I'll be like, oh no, do you remember when you did that thing? That's why they don't like you. And you're like, yeah. oh fuck. So yeah, worry less. Do, do Give less fucks. Isn't it comforting that everyone's mad though? Because I was speaking to my therapist only but this morning, just saying like, how do I still care what people think and stuff? It's insane. How are we not progressing past school sometimes, you know? Like all the work I've done on myself. Anyway, but comforting that everyone else has the same... I think a lot of people are, are similar, yeah, yeah in mm. that in that way. I think particularly in that our kind of industries. I think yeah. maybe maybe that's the whole reason we got into it is desperately seeking everyone like else's me, praise like and me. Yeah. please like me, applaud me. How much do you like me now? <laughs> <laughs> but um, it does get easier as you get older, though, doesn't it? I think it gets easier, but it's still, I'd still like it to get better. Maybe it'll get much easier as you get older. Maybe like when we're in our 60s, we'll be like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And that'll be great. Yeah. And there has to be a positive from ageing. Yes. And I think that's it. You do care less and less and less. Yeah. Let me ask this one. Have you ever had a best, worst or weirdest cuddle? I probably have to get a little bit earnest with it. But it would be my kids. And Mm. it's just like when they are like, like my, like, this is going to sound bad, like I've got a favourite. I don't have a favourite, but <laughs> one of them is less cuddly than the other one. My daughter is incredibly affectionate and really lovely and will come over and hug me and my wife and all the time. And it's wonderful. I absolutely love it. My son very, very, very rarely will ever give me a hug. Mm. It's just like, he'll hug his mum a bit more, hug yeah. but he's just not, like, if I go to hug him, it's like he wants to hit me away, but he thinks he, he finds it funny. He's not doing yeah, it in like yeah, a nasty yeah, way. Yeah. He's like, oh, you're trying to hug me, but I know you want that. Oh, so yeah, I'm now going to yeah, be like, yeah. no, you're not going to hug me. Yeah, yeah, Push yeah, you away. Yeah. So in the rare occurrences where maybe he's particularly tired and we're on the sofa or something 
and he does actually snuggle up to me and sort mm. of give me a hug. He did it. There was something the other day where he, he couldn't quite get comfortable and he's got this little sheep. He's six, but he's had this sheep since he was born. This little you and the sheep that's like all the batteries been taken out of it. It does smell quite bad. He's had it for so long, <laughs> but he just can't help. He, this what helps him sleep. He just loves it. And he was snuggling his little sheep toy and he was like next to me and he like tried to snuggle up, but he ended up getting on me oh. like, but like not, not facing me like belly to belly. He had his back to me so like he could still sort of watch the TV while he was asleep. But he was just on me and it was just quite, I was like, oh, you do love me, don't oh. you? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but yeah, so those are always lovely, lovely yeah. cuddles. That's cute. That's cute. That's cute. From cradle to podcast, maybe the true listening is with our hearts. Okay, what is life all about? That's the last question. Oh shit, I didn't, mm. I didn't prepare for this one. What is life all about? Life is all about I guess it's just like trying to make yourself as happy as possible without upsetting anyone like yeah that that's kind of it is it yeah I think yeah? so just try and make yourself as happy as possible try to worry, try less. To worry less try to uh, you know do what makes you fulfilled but also don't do any of those things if it's upsetting people and like what about much. vapes Vapes? Well, vapes, yes. Life is, I guess, about vapes. <laughs> but equally, I don't vape. So I've it's not about vaping. vapes for me. I've stopped vaping. And the disposable ones are... What got you into vaping? I just I saw it and I was like, well, who's into this? No, I know. It's, I just, it. it's a nervous thing because I don't drink anymore. I had yeah. to stop. And um, so if I'm going to a social situation where there's lots of different groups, I sort of feel like I need a crutch. So I have right. a little vape. Gotcha. But the other day I vaped too hard. Right. <laughs> What happened? I vaped too hard and I felt sick as a dog. Oh, wow. Do dogs feel sick? I was sick as a pig. I was sick. A pig sick. Anyway, I was very sick and I vaped too hard after having a lot of water, a wet flannel on my forehead and back to the party. God, well, that doesn't sound like vapes are too healthy. No, and you can no. get popcorn lung as well. Popcorn lung? Yeah, l- uh, like a popcorn on your lung because it's bad for you but it's more the stuff they put in the vape salted like or flavors. sweet what are we talking here what's <laughs> i don't know i don't know it's no. bad it's a bad it's, popcorn so i think what you said <laughs> life is about is yeah is have fun try not to hurt anyone and don't vape and don't yes i think that is what life's about for sure be healthy Hit the pads. Hit the pads. Hit the pads, Hit guys. The pads. That's what life's about. Take and, out on the pads. And the photos incoming of our... Of our weenuses. Weenuses, yeah. Please measure your weenuses, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what life's about. Yeah. Measure. How weenuses. big is your weenus? Yeah. That's what life's about. God, I failed. I failed life. No, you've <laughs> no, you've smashed it. You've got a nice baggy weenus. Big old weenus. You're a massive weenus over there. Oh, my God. God. Big wieners energy. <laughs> <laughs> Big wieners energy. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. So listen to his podcast, the MMA Fan Podcast, um, and you can get into MMA and then listen to the podcast all the other way around, or you might have already been into it. And look at his new series. Look at, watch his new series on BBC iPlayer. It's out now. The second series of World on Fire. You might need to watch the first series if you haven't watched the first series, but heaven knows we've got the time some of these long evenings. <laughs> um, and just, yeah... Um, just enjoy yourselves okay love you bye oh don't forget about my book